0: Very very special Win Daily podcast. It's me, Jason Mizrahi, the founder of WinDailySports.com, and I got David Jones, better known as Tenacious D Jones, on Twitter, and we're gonna break down this this holiday slate. It's Saturday, the Saturday before Christmas, and uh, it's a three game slate. It's almost you know into the playoff season. It's you know fantasy championship uh, for season long players out there, but we got a nice little three game slate. I kind of like this time of the year because you get football on Saturday, you get football on Sunday, and it's not just a showdown slate on Thursday uh, that we got to worry about. So, Dave, how are you doing so far tonight?
1: Hey, man, doing good. I'm glad that we have a uh, Saturday slate here. I was bummed we didn't have a Thursday night showdown slate. Those are kind of my things. But uh, I like a few of these teams playing here Saturday, so let's break it down, man. Let's make some money.
0: Yeah, the first game, which I think, you know, being that it's the first game, um, the first game typically, on average, draws more attention, and I think there's there's a solid reason this time because uh, it's the best game in the slate, best game on paper. Um, two of the worst defenses going against each other. So you got Watson and Winston. Winston, you know, battled a thumb injury and he still lit it up um, last week. He'll probably do the same. He's got no Godwin, so it's going to be a lot of Perryman. Maybe these tight ends become a little bit more secure at this point, but. David, tell me about it. What are you doing with the, the Buccaneer side first? Let's break down the Buccaneer side, and then we'll go into the Texan side.
1: Okay, yeah, I definitely like the Texan side better, but uh, you've got James Winston here without his two core wide receivers and Evans and Godwin. Uh, last week was the Perryman show. We caught it firsthand hand down in Puerto Rico. Uh, a lot of people are going to go to Perryman. This guy, he got, what, three touchdowns last week for over 100 uh, yards. But um, I don't know. I'm hesitant. I've, I've watched Perryman closely. Yes, he's an athletic freak, but when he just puts up three touchdowns, the Houston's defense should be more focused on him than anyone else. And if we know one thing about Tampa Bay wide receivers, it's expect the unexpected. I'm not going to be overweight on Perryman. I'm going to have a few. I might uh, max enter the uh, the big contest, but in my main lineup, he's not going to be there just because I think he is too expensive for Perryman. So someone's going to have to catch the ball. You can look down at this Watson guy who let people down last week, but he's still going to be the wide receiver to there going against Houston. I like this Watson guy. And then as far as the tight ends go, man, it's tough. You've got Howard, you've got Bray. They're priced about the same, but I lean Bray because he's proven that he can do it. Howard is just having an off season, so the two guys I would focus on this side would be um, would be Watson and would be uh, would be Bray. Do you see anything differently? Do you want to pay up for Perryman, Jay?
0: Um, I don't really want to pay up for Perryman, but he's clear cut. Got the best, you know, the best matchup um, of the slate outside of Hopkins. This Houston team can be attacked, you know, through their secondary. He should be funneling a lot of, you know, a lot of passes, a lot of targets. Mm-hmm. Um, the one reason to fade him because he might get. I don't know if he's worth double coverage. So listen, you know, I think we play Perryman. I think he still comes in, you know, with one of the best matchups I'll play. You know, I've had to choose between Hopkins and him. I obviously take Hopkins over Perryman, but I think you got to play him. I think the one way you can get a little bit different if you want to attack this game and try to be different is maybe play. um, If you're fading Perryman, there is an option, um, which I think is kind of sneaky, would be to maybe pair up Howard and Brayt together. Throw one in your flex, one in your tight end spot. They're both cheap, five thousand fifty five hundred on FanDuel. So it's a way to kind of pay up in other spots. I don't know if there's any other guys that we really, really want to pay up for outside of Hopkins, but that's a way to play it because I'm the the Buccaneers only really have Perryman, Watson, Howard and Brait. The other guy that I'm seeing on their depth chart is a guy named Hyman, which, you know, I don't really know much about him. I'm not playing him. So it's one of these two tight ends, maybe both these tight ends that end up being you know the way to go here. I know you like the Houston side of this. Um, so you know give me give me your will Fuller call. let me hear about Hopkins and Watson if there's any other anybody else that you're playing on the Houston side of things.
1: Okay, yeah. So also we should mention these running backs too for for uh Tampa. So you've got Ronald Jones and Barber. Um one of them's gonna get a lot of volume and it I, I was all in on Ronald Jones when it was Barber week. I still think it's Ronald Jones backfield here. Um let me turn my phone off, sorry. But uh Uh, one of these guys is going to have to be involved, right? You can run on Houston. So I would lean Rojo, but Barber could be a punt running back. Someone's going to score. And on a three-game slate, you can look wherever. But look, Deshaun Watson on the other side, he's my favorite quarterback on the week. Going against Tampa, he's the highest-priced quarterback, but he runs, he throws. It's Tampa; it's the best matchup besides maybe Houston or besides going against Houston. So Deshaun Watson for me, all the way. Give me Hopkins too. He's in a great spot. Uh, he's he's gonna get his, and then also my boy Will Fuller, sixty-one hundred. Uh, he's healthy now. He played last week. He got seven targets. He's a big play guy. Will Fuller will be on my main lineup. Uh, everyone knows that's uh, that tunes into us that I love this guy, but I really do think it's another spot for him to exceed. I'm not just tooting his horn because I'm a big fan. I do like Will Fuller a lot. And then at tight end, if you're picking one, you're going Fells. He's a red zone target guy for Watson. Past few, couple weeks he hasn't done anything, but before that he had a touchdown. Looks like he's getting – oh, man, he's got a two double touchdown games, and he's got a touchdown – in every three games this year. He hasn't had one in the past two. If you're into trends, go with Fells. I do like him as a punt.
0: Okay. Um, makes some sense to me. You know, Fells is definitely play. Um, Fuller, Hopkins. A lot of people are going to be game stacking this game. So I think, you know, Fuller is definitely in play, Hopkins definitely in play. You know, you can you can basically stack this game. This should be the highest scoring game. You know, the next game that we're gonna talk about, Buffalo with New England. Should be more of a defensive game. You know, Buffalo almost beat New England when they played at home. You know, Josh Allen got hurt towards the end of that game. I think this game is going to be super tight. I think it's going to be super low scoring. Uh, You can play it from an ownership perspective. You know, if you're playing GPPs, if you're playing GPPs, you might as well stack each game. You know, if you're going to put $10 out there, don't put $10 on one lineup. You know, put $3 on three different lineups and get action from all these games and make sure you got your bases covered. You know, with at least three different quarterbacks, couple different stacks, and you know, get some action. That's the way I would split this up. You know, have your one main lineup if you feel really good about it. Enter into your big tournament, but you want to split exposure. You know, um, in these three-game slate, this game should have the lowest ownership because Brady, you know, is the first. I think it's the first season in about 10 years or whatever the case may be that he didn't get voted onto the Pro Bowl. Uh, Josh Allen probably has better numbers than him this year. But these two defenses are really good. I think you want to target your defenses from this game. I think Julie Edelman is probably the safest play from this game overall. John Brown makes some sense, but this these defenses are tough. You know, I really don't want to attack this game outside of an ownership perspective. Maybe James White, you know, more so on DraftKings and FanDuel. Maybe some Devin Singletary. You know, you got to pick two running backs on both sides, and there's no you know running back. I'm like, oh my God, I got to get uh Kamara or Zeke or you know one of these high-end running backs like McCaffrey. You're you're choosing between guys that at least I haven't rostered all the all year long. You know I haven't rostered Mozart, Gurley, Hyde, Singletary, White much. So you might want to just try to grab your running backs from the, from this game and hope they find a way into the end zone. But it's not a sexy game, as Avi would say. Um, it's not a game that I'm going to really target because on paper it just looks bad. Can you find a us outside of the defense Dave
1: so yeah I think this is the lowest scoring game I do think it's going to be tight too I know you've got a Tom Brady narrative where he didn't make the Pro Bowl but it's you know I don't I mean I could see it motivating him a little bit more but this guy's motivated every game I think he's just declining that's why he didn't make the Pro Bowl and Buffalo is a good defense I don't really want to target them I'm staying away uh mostly I can see taking a punt on Tom Brady if you've got like You know, six lineups. Josh Allen, I'm a big fan of this guy, but going against New England's tough. They take away the deep-field threat, but he can also run the ball. So I can see him getting 17-18, but I I just think Watson's going to uh, really outscore him. So I'm not going to have a ton of of him either. Julian Edelman, yes, more so on DraftKings. He's the number one target there. John Brown, I don't think I want for Buffalo because New England takes away that deep threat, and that's really what he's good at. So if I've got to pick a receiver from Buffalo, I'd go Cole Beasley with a gun to my head, but I'm not really on him, but I do think at 5,800, he's that guy that can kind of hang around the 10, the 20, and and get the shorter passes when they're on Brown. Um, The tight end, nothing to really love there. And as far as the running back goes, I think you're right with James White. He'd be the guy that I I wanted most out of this, and he is reasonably priced at 6,500. On DraftKings, it's better just because he has a – You know, a catching uh, one point PPR over there. Singletary, I can't get on because of the defense. And then, I mean, I'm looking down here. Rex Burkhead will get some carries. No. Frank Gore at 5,000. He got 10 carries last week. I can see them pounding it with him a little bit against New England to keep Brady off the field, but he's going to have to bust one or get in the end zone. So I'm not really on any of these guys. And also, Jay, I'm going to mention right now. I'm getting a ton of text messages because I'm currently winning the 100K NBA tonight. Uh, it's Friday so, night. So the
0: fans are texting you on Friday night.
1: Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting blown up a lot, and I, I can't figure out how to turn off these uh, messages. But uh, I'm needing a Celtics blowout and uh, Toronto to keep it close, and I'm looking good because I'm winning the Q and 100K. So fingers crossed. Uh, I'm starting to get a little feel a little bit better about it.
0: All right, so those are maybe victory uh, text messages coming in. It's early, though, man. It's, it's only 8:30 on the East Coast. we got a long way to go. I'm worried about Camel Walker, who has nine points through the half and has two turnovers and not really doing much. But you faded him. You're a lot smarter than I am. But let's finish up this uh, Saturday slate here. We've got the Rams and the Niners here. Um, what are you thinking here? Are you, are you playing some Mozart? Are you playing some Gurley? Are these the two safest running backs of the slate? That's my first question for you. And then I know you're a big fan of Cooper Cup. Um, Robert Woods has been, you know, catching them as far as, you know, putting up points. And then you got Higby, who's got a, you know, a strong finish to the season. George Kittle, mm-hmm. two solid tight ends that, you know, are going to be heavily involved in this offense. Um, I know, sorry to tell you, uh, I know Jimmy G burned you um, down yeah. in Puerto Rico. You made that late swap to him over Tannehill, but, He's got to be in play here, kind of in a bounce-back spot. He's going to be lower-owned than Winston and Watson, so he probably comes in in half the ownership, I would say.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so I think he's a pretty sneaky play, if, if you can call it that. I think he comes in as the third-owned or maybe even the fourth-owned you know, quarterback of the slate, and he's going to have to put up some points here. He's playing at home, like you said. Didn't have a great week last week. Um, so I think Garoppolo, Mozart, Gurley – you know, are the top three candidates here. And then Woods, Cooper Cup, Higby, you know, and then you got the wild cards, as I call it. You know, we really don't know what to do with Sanders and Samuel. Um, The 49s are are a tough, tough team for me to peg because sometimes they run so heavy. And then sometimes you'll get this Jimmy G game where he just throws the ball for 300 yards and gets two touchdowns to Sanders. So it's a tough team. To really figure out here Um, I'm probably going to lean towards the run game myself but what do you think
1: yeah so Jimmy G did Birmingham last week in Puerto Rico I did I went uh, from uh, you know the the nuts uh, Tennessee stack to Jimmy Garoppolo and Debo Samuels just because they had a better matchup but you know it happens I did the math I I didn't miss out on too much I really didn't hit hit very well that week Um, so you know it was an off week but we're going to win it back now Look, Garoppolo still I'm not I'm not gonna go back to him here and it has nothing to do with me playing him in Puerto Rico. Um, I just think that Watson is just far and away the best quarterback on the slate, so I'm going to have a ton of him. I would probably rank him third on the slate, though, if I'm into that. Jimmy Garoppolo spreads the ball out a lot, and it's something I've said uh, for a while and didn't really go with my instincts last week. He's got Sanders. He's got Debo. He's got Kittle. He's got Bourne. And then he mixes it up with some of these uh, receivers that sneak in like James, and uh, there's another guy in there. I'm forgetting his name. But um, the Rams can be beat through the air. They looked really bad earlier in the season. They have gotten better the past few games, but uh, I do think San Fran is elite. So if you want to get with you know Jimmy G, go for it, but I- I'm paying up. Um, and then you just pick Sanders or Debo. One of those guys is going to do well. I think it's going to be Debo. He usually averages in the teens, uh, and, and he didn't last week, so it burned me. But um, I would go Debo or Samuels if you're going for that little stack there or just pick one of those guys. And your point about the running backs, are they the best on the slate? Yeah, probably. I mean, Ro- Raheem Mozart is is looking great. Um, you know, he, he can get you a 15 pretty easily against uh, the Rams here. And Gurley is back to Gurley form. They're letting him run. They were trying to get in the playoffs last week. He got two touchdowns. I think think you can play him here. Um, And then you've got the other guys like Breida and Coleman hanging out under Mozart. I'm not really interested in those two. Uh, So, yeah, um, they're okay. But then the tight end position is what you want to target. Kittle, great spot. Could go crazy. Tyler Higby has been going nuts. I'm definitely going to have some Higby, and San Fran's defense was beat up last week. That's how uh, Atlanta was able to hang with them. So I think they're still a little beat up this week, so they can be beat. So um, Higby is my uh, probably my top uh, tight end, then Kittle number two, just because of the price. And then as far as the Rams' wide receivers go, Cooper Cup, he's a guy that gets a lot of receptions. He's better on DraftKings than Fanduel, but if he gets in the end zone, you want him on both. I prefer him on DK. And then Woods is a target monster, but he doesn't get into the end zone a lot. So also a better play on DK. So stick with Higby number one. And then if you like the Rams to go off against the 49ers, grab uh, Cup number one, then Woods too.
0: So that was a lot of information right That's there, right. and we really yeah. appreciate it. So, you know, Dave, let's do something. we got, you know, a couple more minutes here. We're going to be doing a full, uh, full slate podcast, you know, um, for Sunday as well coming up. Uh, a little bit later tonight or tomorrow morning, but let's kind of build a lineup um, together on FanDuel right now and let's kind of play it by position. And, and, you know, it's there's not too many you know people to pick from uh, to three game slate, you know, especially with quarterback. But if you had to make one optimal lineup right now, where are you leaning on quarterback? Is it, is it definitely Watson or do you like Winston or Garoppolo or somebody that, you know, a little bit lower down to, to pivot off the ownership?
1: No, it's really obvious it's the Sean Watson, best matchup. All the other quarterback matchups are hard except for Winston with no receivers. So uh, it's Watson all day for me.
0: Okay. Now, you know, I remember this Thanksgiving slate. It's when you won your ticket. Um, how did you go about building in a three-game slate? You know, it, if I remember correctly, the Bears' defense were chalk. Trubinsky was the lowest zone and hit the most value, and nobody wanted him because he had, you know, I would say three, four, five bad weeks in a row. So anything that can anything can happen in these kind of slates. But, you know, you really Watson is to safe play. But again, it can happen any other way. You know, Winston can have a bad game. They can be up a bunch of points. But I do agree. Watson is is the right play here uh, for one optimal lineup. But, you know, explain a little bit how you kind of build for a three game slate. Do you try to pivot too much or are you just trying to play the best plays?
1: No, what a lot of people uh, do is pivot too much. So if you go in with the mindset that you want to be contrarian, you're trying to be contrarian on every play, and that's not going to work. Go ahead, make your, pick a couple guys you like. This is how I won Thanksgiving. I picked a couple guys I like. I liked Beasley, and I liked Witten, and I liked the Saints defense, and that's what, that's what won it for me. So I wanted to play those three guys, and then I just played chalk guys the rest because, again, chalk is chalk for a reason. It's the best plays, and that's how that guy won the live final in Puerto Rico uh, last week. It's just sticking to the chalk. So um, I'm just going to I'm going to play Watson. I'm going to play all the guys that I think are the best plays here. And then I might get weird on like like two or three of them. And defense is a place where you can do that um, just because it's you know, there's so much variance in the position.
0: So who do you want to pair Watson? Is it Hopkins and Fuller? Is it just Fuller? Is it just Hopkins? Where are you going here?
1: Dude, in my main lineup, I'm probably taking them both. I mean, you can't run on Tampa Bay. And Hopkins is one of the best wide receivers in the league, and Fuller's one of the biggest play guys, in my opinion, in the league. As long as he doesn't get hurt, I mean, he's going to pay off sixty-one hundred. And Hopkins is, uh, I mean, he's just going to tear Tampa Bay apart. So I don't, okay. I don't like taking them both.
0: All right, so you got Watson, Hopkins, and Fuller. Uh, these these running backs, and I think, you know, with this slate that we're looking at right now, I think the running backs are the most important position. Everything else looks kind of obvious to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we if we go Watson, Hopkins, and Fuller, you're, you're talking about an average player for 6,100. You know, we're definitely going to be able to go a little bit higher than that due to the fact that our defense is going to be cheap, our tight end is going to be cheap. But how do you feel about these running backs? You know, how are you building running backs here? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, Mozart and Gurley are probably the two safeties. Mm-hmm. But are those the players that you want to go with?
1: Yeah, those are the two safest for sure. Um, I don't want any Houston backs. I, I want a Tampa Bay back because we're going to have to pay down, and one of them's going to do well, and they're both the same price essentially okay. because you can run on Houston, and Tampa Bay is missing a lot of wide receivers. Um, so if I had to pick one, I guess I'd go Ronald Jones there and pair him either with Mozart or Gurley. Um, what's your take on it? I mean, I know that's kind of a stretch. Do you think we can fit Gurley and Mozart?
0: Um, let's see with defense. So we're going to play, you know, one of these defenses here. So say we we go middle of the pack and we go the Buffalo Bills
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: for defense. You probably could, you know, go Gurley and uh, Mozart. Because I think with your tight end, you can, you can go cheap here. And I think if you go Mozart – and Gurley, then you can either go with Howard or Breit. Um I know, because I think mm-hmm. Gerald Everett might be back here. Um, he's going to be back oh. on Saturday night. I'm um, looking at it now. So that kind of downplays Higby. And yep. I still think, you know, one of these tight ends are going to do work here because they have to. You know, yep. they're not going to trust this guy Watson. They're not going to trust, um, you know, the other wide receiver that I never even heard before. So I think Howard or Bray are gonna go ahead and I'm not saying have a a, a great game, but I think they hit value at 5,500 or 5,000, depending on where you go. Uh, yeah. I'm probably gonna lean opposite of you. Okay. I'm probably gonna lean lean with uh, Howard over Brait. Listen, it's it's a it's a coin flip. Um, but if you go if you go Howard, like I think that thing that I think this is where I'm gonna build, though, man. I think mm-hmm. I like this kind of build right here. If you go Howard and Brait. Basically, value them. One of them as a tight end, one and one of them kind of has a wide receiver too. It's a nice little build I see, you know, forming yeah. up here. Um, and then you can pretty much go expensive with your, you know, your third wide receiver here. And I'm, I'm liking the way this lineup kind of pans out for me. It's this might be a lineup I actually roll and enter right now. I'm actually going to click the button here. We're not going to go over the last two, but, you know, how do you feel about um, the Buffalo Bills defense? Is the Bills better? I'm assuming you want the Patriots, but how do you rate these defenses?
1: Yeah, I don't think the Bills are a bad play. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, the defenses are tough this week. Um, they're right there in the middle. I, I don't know that I love the Patriots. They did, you know, a lot of work on a fumble recovery and four interceptions last week with one return for a touchdown and got 20. They're not going to do that every week. Um, and defenses where you kind of get strange. Look, if I have the salary, would I, I get New England at home? Yeah, I probably would. But if we're trying to pay down a little bit, the Bills are fine. Uh, The 49ers are fine. Uh, Houston's a pretty bad defense. I wouldn't go there. I'm not touching Tampa Bay, and I'm probably not touching the Rams. So it's those big three. Look, it's like the best three defenses in the league anyways. Uh, You know, I'd I'd pay up at Patriots one, Bills two, 49ers three.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Exactly. So that's pretty much the slate. You know, this is a Saturday special um, podcast that we're doing right now. We also got a Sunday podcast that will be up uh, a little bit later tonight, maybe tomorrow morning, depending on what we get to it. On top of that, we have a live stream Sunday morning as well. You know, on that live stream, we'll basically cover all your Sunday games. Check us out on Sirius Radio. David will be on there. I'll be on there. Javi will be on there. Matt Shrike will be on there. It's every Saturday night, Channel 87 on XM. 210 on Sirius or vice versa, uh, 87 two ten at 11 o'clock Eastern. We'll be going over all the plays for Sunday. We'll do some sports betting um, and we'll get you covered on that, get you covered on a live stream. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know, I know a couple hundred people listen to this every time we put it out and you're not in our discord yet. You're doing it wrong. Our discord is basically full of DFS pros talking lineups, sweating out games with each other, we enter early slates, mid-game slates, late slates. We got each sport covered. And chat room, we're betting live games. So if you're not in that gold premium uh, Discord chat, you're doing it wrong. For $20 a month, we had guys in there last Sunday win $6,000. A user who's never won more than a $100 won $6,000. We had a guy just messaging me before we got on the podcast. He won 250 He's never won more than like $10. He won on a five dollar tournament, he won two fifty, and that covers him for the whole year of his gold membership. So we're really putting value into that Discord. We're giving out lineups, we're talking lineups, we go in depth. You know, we talk to each other all day long in that Discord chat. David's in there, you know, more than pretty much anybody else, helping people out. So it's definitely something you got to get into. So make sure you go to WindailySports.com, get in the Discord chat. All you got to do is go into your account and put your Discord name. It's that easy. Um, If you're a free member, you'll get access to our free content in Discord. If you're a Gold member, you get direct access to direct message, you know, anybody you want. And everybody's really friendly, answering questions uh, all day long. So before we go, Dave, I got two questions for you. Number one, um, are you still winning that DraftKings tournament for $100,000? And number two, where can these guys follow you on Twitter?
1: Yo man, yeah, I just pulled it up. I'm still winning this NBA uh, qualifier ticket and the contest to take 120k up top, which equals 161,000. Uh, I can't even say it right because I'm nervous right now. 161,000 dollars. I'm looking pretty good. I had the early game stack, so we'll see what happens. Sometimes these things don't pan out, but I'm also 16th in the 23,000 man. Uh, which is really good. And there's 100K, 100K up top there, too. So if I can land this, guys, it could be a big night. But, hey, I'll be happy with the cash. We know how these things go. Follow me at Tenacious D Jones on Twitter. I'll tweet out if I win it. I won't tweet out if I didn't. But let's get it tomorrow, guys. Hit me up in Discord. I'll help answer some questions, too.
0: Dave, hey, I got one last question since, you know, I, I need uh, verbal proof of this. If you hit for a hundred or $200,000, what's my take?
1: Oh, man. <laughs> that's good. Uh, I, I'm going to give you, Jay, I'm going to cover all your entries for the past uh, three days. How about that? I don't even know yes, that.
0: Entries for the past three days. So it's got a couple thousand dollars. I'll take that. So I, I'll yeah. average it out to 2,300. That's my favorite number. So I'll take 2,300 if you win 100 or 200 can. I think that's a fair number. So I hope you take it down. I'll be following along. You can find him on Tenacious D. Jones on Twitter. You can find me at Wind Daily DFS on Twitter. Uh, We're going to be pumping a lot of content this weekend. we got every sport covered, so make sure you check us out, windailysports.com, and be on the lookout for the Sexy Six with Javi and me and David dropping a new podcast for Sunday. Uh, We'll be back soon, guys.